But it doesn't matter. Because it's a perfect day. You're not standing in my way on this perfect day. Nothing can go wrong. Anyways, how are you today, Liz? I've done it again! Well, to the five of you who are still listening after that atrocious <laughs> intro, I apologize. <laughs> I think that's what people come here for. <laughs> I can sing another Hoku song. How do I feel? Yes! That's Everything the other one! I was like, wait a second. There's a Hoku song that always comes up on one of my daily mixes on Spotify. It's that one. I miss How you do I feel? Yes. That it's song is awful. It's called the burrito song. <laughs> It's like, how do I feel? And then in parentheses, it's the burrito song. Why? Because they got a burrito down at El Tarasco's. Then you smile like a new that someday we'd be together. And together we would for a while. I don't know. What? They mentioned a burrito one po- at one point in the beginning. That makes it the burrito song? Correct. That's like saying the thong song is the thong song because they only said thong once. Exactly. My scene has determined that that was a lie. <laughs> we just watched um, Legally Blonde, so we're really on the Hoku right now. Anything early 2000s pop music? Speaking of, I'm not quite sure um, if this was actually current or whatnot, but I saw the Spice Girls actually legitimately got back together. It, I don't know if I believe the YouTube video because it said it was like at Tokyo in the Olympics. I didn't like. I don't have like an actual TV, so I don't know like like how the Olympics. Like, You're the off opening, the grid, basically. You know, me that would have been yesterday. Islands. The Olympic, uh, the opening, right? The opening I'm not ceremony. Sure, if it was that or maybe like the YouTube video just got titled wrong, but it was literally all Spice Girls, including Posh Spice. Now that takes really good shit to get oh, Victoria fucking Beckham out. I thought they got, got back together in, like, 2014 and did a maybe, thing. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Again, it was late last night when I was looking at videos, and I just saw the Spice Girls were back together. Because normally they appear together, but it's always without Victoria. Tonight but she was there. Spice up your life. Yes. Maddie has a really, Mad Fit has a, has a good. She's uh, coming out with an app. Did you see that? I tagged you in it on Insta to oh. try to win. Yeah. Is there when, a contest? Yeah, to get, like, the app and, like, a, a year subscription free. Oh, wait, you gotta pay deal. for it? Um, I think that, like, some of the services you have to pay for, but, like, not all oh, of it. Needy. But it also had a bajillion dollars in Lululemon, so... Oh, 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 I'm listening again. I was listening, then I wasn't, and now I am. <laughs> but yeah, I came full circle. <laughs> uh, I don't go on my personal Instagram. I know. That's why it's sometimes, like, a safe bet if I tag you in it, because I'm like, it's not gonna bother <laughs> Yeah, yes. My Instagram, this goes for all the listeners too. If you ever need to like enter a giveaway and need to tag somebody else's name, you could tag my name in it. SJ I don't Becker. care. I'm never. Don't say my name. What's your tag? For my personal Instagram. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, but you gotta know it. <laughs> oh, okay. Ignore that. Right? Someone's gotta put the work Strike in. Strike it from the record. <laughs> Say my name, say my name. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's Saturday night. It's like 
95 degrees outside. Money, 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 money. What do we say? Early 2000s <laughs> pop music. Oh my goodness. Damn, that is in sync. <laughs> That's hardly 2000s. That's like 2001. Mm-hmm. 1999, depending on which album that came out on. The. <sighs> I don't know. The second album that came out on No Strings No Attached. Strings Attached! Yeah, that would have been like 2001. I'll bet you. Look it up. Ask Google. Google. Ask it, ask it, ask it. I swear to God, it came up with the fucking 2011 film. (laughs) Oh, when did it come out? Come out tomorrow. March 2000. Damn, I was was a year off. I mean, give or take. Yeah, close enough. Close enough. Anyways... We're drinking. Yeah. We're reading. Mm-hmm. Just doing We're having our fun. thing. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's do it. Uh, hello. Welcome back to Everything But The Book. Today we are recording in Alyssa's house. I'm going to try to speak closer to the mic. Because my house is a complete fucking disaster. Because I'm moving. So the acoustics would still be the same because all of your stuff is like nearly packed up. It'd probably be better since there's boxes everywhere. Ah, probably. But it would just be more uncomfortable. The aesthetic's not there. Yeah. You know. You should sit on a plush little rug. Yes, I like the rug. Probably gonna sit lean back like this until my shoulder starts to hurt, and then I'll do something else. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I lean back. I lean back. Do the rock away. Wow. We Sorry, are. I'm on something today. <laughs> we are leaning hard into this music thing. Um. Okay. What's our book today? Today, our book. <gasps> Following up our last episode, we did Stephanie Garber's Caraval. Mm-hmm. We're coming at you with the second book in this trilogy, Legendary. Legendary. Also by Stephanie Garber. Yes. Um. I'm just gonna say this now. This is my favorite book of the trilogy. We'll get into why. Um, yeah. I don't own this one. <laughs> I libraried this one. I don't know why. I mean, I get I get why, but then I... Because I'm cheap. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, bought the first one, didn't buy the next two. <laughs> it, it, it do be like that sometimes. <laughs> um... I actually want to ask you what you're reading now. A little icebreaker. I literally just finished The Monarchs today after <gasps> taking one of our friends to the ER. I just read while we were there. Oh, <laughs> I was able to finish it. Yes! Did you like it? I did not like it as much as the first one. <gasps> I had a lot of problems with it, actually. Oh, F word. I just thought I liked it, was, it better than the first one. Really? Yeah. I just thought a lot of it was juvenile. I was just very upset with all the main characters, and I thought... That a plot device was used needlessly and to make an element of the romance for some of the characters convenient. And I was very upset by that. Wait. I made some motions for Sarah that none of you Yeah, I think you just snapped your own neck? Yeah. Is that what that was? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty violent. In regards to the book, anyway. Oh! Oh, I see. You think there was a, an unnecessary character death. Correct. Yeah. I was, do agree. It was, I feel like it was just used for a plot device, and, and it was, like, needless. 
but mm. that's just anyway, me. The, the book that we're talking about is called The Monarchs. It is by Cass Morgan and Daniel Page. Hmm. Uh, so it's co-authored by these two authors. Because <laughs> that's what authors do. They write things. Uh, so it is the sequel to a book called The Ravens, which in a nutshell is about sorority witches mm-hmm. that go to this college. I think it's pretty sure it's a fictional school in Savannah, Georgia. And uh, we both really liked the first one. First one was so good. Um, I really liked the sequel. Mm, okay. I gave it a three. All right. I think you gave it a four and a half, <laughs> which is super fucking high for it me. It is. Uh, so we were given an ebook version of the advanced reader's copy by the publisher uh, in exchange for honest reviews, which we post on Goodreads. I don't yeah. think we've ever plugged our Goodreads before. We should. I also I realized that we should probably put our link tree in our account rather than just our website, but I think I can do that. <laughs> Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Anyways, we review books on Goodreads, and this is one of the first uh, arcs that we've reviewed, so it comes out in October of this year, I believe, which is 2021. Uh, I, I think witches are great to read spooky books witches. about during October. I mean, we are witches. That's so facts. Fine. We are also witches, so. So all of that to say, I don't have a current book right now. I've got, like, three that I'm interested in, so I will probably mood decide later tonight. <laughs> or have TikTok help you decide. That's what I did. Did and, it work? Um, no, I didn't pick the one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Okay, so I put up. I, I'm actually very proud of the video that I made, and it was good. Thank you. you. Those transitions were so stellar. Thank you. They were the hotness. They will get better. So the four books I put up on this TikTok video were "Vow of Thieves," which is the sequel to "Dance of Thieves" by Mary E. Pearson, "Aurora Burning." By Amy Coffin, Jay Kristoff. Featuring the sexiest man I've seen on a cover in a long time. <laughs> Art by Charlie Bowder, who surprised <laughs> nobody. Um, and then Artemis by Andy Weir and Mystic River by Dennis Lehane. Oh, yeah. And everybody that commented on it, aka the two people that commented on my TikTok, <laughs> because I'm hashtag internet famous, said Vow of Thieves. And I said, cool, and read Artemis by Andy Weir instead. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm reading Aurora Burning by so Amy Coffin and Jay Kristoff. Still not the same book they told you to fucking read. You monster. I'm evil. <laughs> you chaotic yeah. evil. Yeah. Um, but I do have to say, so I am reading Aurora Burning now. And I brought it here literally just to talk about how much I freaking love it. I'm addicted to these characters. She also knows how much... I mean, I don't know anything about the series other than, like, what Sarah's told me. I have the first one because she gave it to me, so I'll probably end up reading that one. Otherwise, I'm scared of what uh, Sarah will do to me. She's giving me some funny looks right now. Um, okay. (laughs) So she's about to agree right here. (laughs) No, I just uh, thought this was a good point in time to bring up that our manager, who shall remain unnamed... Boo, but also... They're gonna gonna be like the Stig in Top Gear. (laughs) Nobody knows who they are. (laughs) If they ever come on the podcast, it'll just be like... We'll distort their voice. Distort the voice, yeah, like they're in the mob. (laughs) And black them out. Are you in the mafia? The what? (laughs) Um... Yeah, they told me, hey, in the last episode of the podcast, uh, you gave me serious serial killer vibes. But in like, a good way. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, manager. Appreciate it. I did actually take it as a compliment, so I don't really know what that says about me. 
Guys, I just want to let you know that I am here alone in my house with Sarah. If this episode, if I get edited out, you guys know what happened. Hmm. <laughs> Do they, though? <laughs> oh, yeah, so I was a serial killer last week, and I guess week. I'll be a serial killer again. Okay. I don't know. It just kind of comes naturally to me. Let's okay. not unpack that any further. Okay. Anyways, Aurora Burning. It's the second book in the Aurora Cycle. Which is a YA sci-fi trilogy. The covers are absolutely beautiful. The writing is fantastic. I'm a, I'm in love with all of these characters. Every single one. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That's it. The third one comes out in November, and I'm so excited because I did um, do the pre-order. I did pre-order it from Barnes and Noble because I'm a bad person. Oh, and I supported big big box bookstore instead of local mom and pop bookstore because guess what i got free shipping and i got the signed copy honestly if anybody says that you know what they're book shaming you i won't stand for that wow thank you that means a lot to me do you want to know how i'm a monster you order from amazon yeah well yes but um talk about this is a new level of psycho i think for me I, because I, I subscribe to the Bookish Box, right? Of course. So they do these exclusive versions. Like, I was super excited for the From, from Blood and Ash series that I got, and I also pre-ordered the, um, the Touch of Darkness with, like, the one girl you really like. Yes, the Monolime. No, that's the From Blood and Ash one. The one, the oh, alternate oh, version. Monolime's a guy. Oh, shit. Yeah, the one that does those alternate versions of the Avatar ones that you really wanted that you kicked yourself oh, in the ass oh, that you haven't gotten. Um, yes. Shit. Yeah. They also did the art name? for the Unchosen book I showed oh, you. Oh, F word. It's something with an E. Oh, it's like Alithian. Something like that, yeah. Uh, Alithian. Yeah. yeah. Clearly I'm a huge fan, but I <laughs> actually am. If you ever listen to this, I really love your shit. So, I didn't order your... I, here's why I didn't order those dust jackets. Because, one, I didn't have any of the hardcovers. Mm-hmm. Two, it came, with, <laughs> it came with... A, <laughs> that's Psycho. true. It came with a copy of A Court of Silver Flames. I was like, well, I already have a copy of that. What do I need to buy a second one for? Mm-hmm. Turns out, that would have been irrelevant. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Life regrets. On my deathbed, I'll be like, I never ordered those Akatar dust jackets. Maybe I'll surprise you one day if they ever do a reorder. Can you quit? That's unnecessary. Go lay down. I see you opening. I think that means it's time to, to crack open. Correct. Little, um, uh, but the psycho part models. of all of this was that... Oh, cheers. Clink. The psycho part of all of this is that I saw the bookish box give me, gave me like an update. Like, hey, we're going to do this... Uh, series, uh, make a deal with the Elf King and whatever the book. Oh, at least Koba. Yep. Never read those books. Never really wanted to. I'm a psycho. Pre-ordered that fancy the, version. Is it because the art's pretty? The art's pretty, and it was just like, ooh, I want a fancy edition. I don't know what is in my head. Oh, gross. I don't know what is in my head now. Of like, I must have the shiny things. I feel like I am like a little goblin. Like, like, you know. Or a dragon. Or a dragon. Maybe I'm just like a dragon in another life. I think, Maybe yeah. I was Smog. 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 Maybe I am Benedict Cumberbatch as Smog. Oh, shit. Wasn't that, oh, wait, no. Tom Hiddleston was oh, the, the famous actor that you looked like. <laughs> right? 
Am I crazy? It, shit, that was a draft in TikTok. I can't remember. It was either Benedict or Tom. I think it had to been Tom then. Get out of here. Get out of here, TikTok. What do you think you're doing? Also, oh, I wonder if I deleted it finally. Because I was just like, there's no way. No, it's right here. It's right here. Are you kidding me? There's It's right here. Um... Yeah, I'm 100% sure it's Tom Hiddleston. It is! Yes, and I think I cried at the end of it because I was like, I fucking love this man. Because you're so excited. He's so good looking. Do you remember when Taylor Swift was dating him? There are videos on TikTok that mention this. It was like, you you had him! (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I know she did! (laughs) I feel like it was all a PR stunt. Now, of course, I don't know anything. I don't know Taylor Swift. I know that comes as a shock to everybody. But (laughs) what? I don't know her personal life. God damn. I feel like it wasn't real. I love real. you, Matt. But I feel Tom like it wasn't real. Hiddleston. I have a problem watching Loki. I'm like, oh my god. Tom fucking Hiddleston. Tom fucking Hiddleston. Wait, you have a problem watching Loki? Because he's so hot, it hurts. See, I think they make him look really wildly unattractive in the show. I will say, I feel like they've given him a more of a receding hairline. Yeah, it's, it's the hair. Dude. Because in the first episode, the okay Loki spoilers. They say that like Loki is DB Cooper, the the guy oh, yeah, that yeah, 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 got yeah, away yeah. with all that money that jumped uh-huh. out of the plane. Yes. A still unsolved case. Fabulous. They said it, he was DB Cooper. He was super hot in that. I'm like, give me every version of Loki. I haven't seen it. I haven't finished it because Matt and I haven't been able to watch it together. So we'll eventually watch like the last three episodes or something of whatever. But Owen Wilson, so hot. Luke Wilson, so hot. Again, or, we just watched Legally Blonde. Or is he? <laughs> is Luke Wilson hot? Or is he just a feminist? Or is he just a super supportive man? Or is he just written by a woman? God damn it. I literally can't tell. I'm going to make a TikTok video of just that. Of just Luke Wilson. <laughs> Coming to you after drunk. Drunk podcasting. Yeah, let Shout us know. out to our friend Amanda who does this on the rag. Man, this must be fucking fun when you're lit. That's true. I mean, it is. I didn't get to play last time because I... You just barely made it to the hotel, hotel in time <laughs> to record our podcast. It's fucking stupid. I was like, hey, but then again, I did have fucking hot ass water, so it wasn't pleasant for me. Ew. Gross. All right. Okay. Should we should we get into the actual book? Everybody's here. Like I'm here for legendary. What the fuck the, are you guys yeah, talking all about? Yeah, just fast forward. Hold on. <laughs> what? You can just fast forward the first what twenty minutes? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, eighteen minutes and forty seconds. But who's counting? Because it's a perfect Big day. day. We're talking about <laughs> legendary now. Ooh, perfect yes, day. Did. Scarlet and Tella. It's perfect day. We harmonize Julian well. is doing something shady. Perfect day. Yeah. Stephanie, yeah. send me an arc of once upon a broken heart. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I was like, something will go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> something will go wrong. <laughs> That's um, true. True. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Non-spoiler summary coming your way. Let's go, bitches. Hit okay. us with it now. Hit us with it now. Oh. Hey. Oh. Hey. Oh. Hey. All right, do it now. Do it. The games are back and better than ever. <gasps> well, maybe only for some. <laughs> for Tella, she should be celebrating, but instead she is scheming to find a way to make good on a deal she made. 
While Legend helped her and Scarlet at Caraval to get away from their abusive and haunting past, Tella has made a deal and she has told no one about it. It's to find out who Legend really is and what the true what Legend's true name is. Oh, I can't talk today. Tella is thrown into a world in which the fates, a once mystical and magical beings who ruled the world, whose likeness is now used to tell fortunes, are now real and back with a vengeance. Stuck between what her heart wants and what she needs, Tella must decide between saving the world or saving her life. Remember, it's only a game. Or is it? Or is it? <laughs> Spoiler, starting now. Goodbye. Alrighty. Um, great summary. Thank you. At really excellent A+. Thank you. You deserve a drink for that. Hey. Cheers. I will put a plug in for Briarwick because I can't not not do that. Again, we are burning. It's... That was a triple negative sentence. Oh, it wasn't? Can't. Not, cannot, not. not. Cannot, I think cannot, you, not. I think it meant what you meant it to mean, but it was a triple negative, and I don't think that's ever been done. It's called Guinness. Guinness, anyway, Guinness, like the world records. Gin. Oh, I mean, oh. we could call the beer people too, just for well, you they're know. the same people. Oh, that's why it's the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, yeah, something to do with like that used to be a fun thing at pubs was to talk about like the craziest records and to people get drunk and they try to break each other's records and so that's where the Guinness Book of World Records comes from. Is It's the same company. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. thought it was always weird. Yeah. But yeah, we are lighting only a game by Briarwick. So that's candied apple, lemon cake, and cider. Uh, you can say 15%... George, what the fuck? What the fuck? Alyssa's animals are freaking out. <laughs> you can say 15% on your order with Briarwick using code POD15. So fucking go do that. P O D one five. P O D like your favorite band one five. Like like pen fifteen. <laughs> it is pop fifteen. Okay, good. How did you not make your code pen fifteen? <laughs> because she gave it to me. Because she made it. <laughs> but yeah, use pop fifteen for fifteen percent off Briarway. And we're not sponsored, but I am a rep for them, so go buy their candles. They fucking smell good. Okay? And if you don't buy their candles, Alyssa will. <laughs> so it's really no pressure. Facts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Let's start, yeah. finally. So this book is broken down into a couple of different places. It's broken down to, into the intro. Um, the It's called Isla? Isla? Or whatever you want to say. Belinda, night one, night two, night three. What else do I got in here? Night four, night five, Valentine's Eve, Valentine's Day, and then the, like, in the backpack. I so, definitely don't have my notes broken down into that. I had to, otherwise I couldn't, like, digest the book. I just, I was like, there's so much going on. There's what happens? Right. I know we said that the first book, there was a lot going oh on. God. But the subsequent two books in this trilogy completely dwindle. Everything that happened in the first book. Like, this whole world that Garber builds just explodes into something that I can't imagine anybody could have guessed. Like, it's incredible that she fits a lot of action, plot, pack stuff into 443 pages. Like, it's incredible that everything is so important in this book that it begs the question, is nothing important? (laughs) Yes, I do have that written in my notes somewhere, that if everything is so important, 
nothing is. I had a really, I didn't tab a lot in this book because it was overwhelming because I thought everything was so important that I had to try to figure out like the actual details that I want to tab. Yeah. Ended up being not a lot, but it, whatever. I don't even know what my tabs mean anymore, so that's exciting for me. Awesome. <laughs> this book starts out differently from the first one. We start off with a flashback. Yes. In which Tella, because we kind of figured at the end of the first one that this was going to be from Tella's perspective. And we were correct, of course. Correct. Because we're super smarties. Just so smart. Um, Tella's remembering her mom telling her future with these tarot cards. Mm-hmm. And her mom's saying this is a very special set of tarot cards. And that how this one, the oracle, not oracle, oracle with an A, <laughs> has been able to essentially predict Tella's future her entire life. Because she kept the card when she should have put it back. Um, which that was, that was really the whole point of the scene was just that... Um, that she's a little klepto. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Your mom's like, don't touch the shit. And Tella's like, bet. And takes a card anyway. So she's kept that this entire time. Um, But yeah. So we get that little snippet. Mm -hmm. So somehow these tarot cards are going to play an important part in life. And then we wake up and boom, we have morning after regret. Because we've just spent the night with you know who. Dante. Hot tattoo man. His name is Dante. Dante. And he really likes to play all the games. Um, first of all, they did whatever, it's not explicit, not, not even said. did whatever, and slept on the forest floor? What are we, Bella Swan? <laughs> Who's sleeping on the forest floor? This is literally a magical universe where there's a huge freaking mansion, there's probably beds everywhere, and you slept on the forest floor and the leaves and the dirt. What are you trying to take the ring to Mordor? Like, let's so let's go. dumb. They were sneaky. <laughs> so Tella has this huge morning after regret. She remembers the note that she got at the end of the first book that says, "Like, congrats on not being dead. Basically, you need to hold up your end of the deal." And we're like, "Who's this from?" Because it's signed a friend. And we kind of figure it's not Dante. Probably it's not, not Julian. I mean, we don't know. But we don't know. But probably not. Based on everything else, seems like it's not. Uh, now we'll find who the hell Legend is, man. Yeah. So I jump straight into them going to Valenda. Yep. Anything you want to talk about before then? Um, we kind of get introduced to the luckless coin at that point because we figure out what that That's is. What it's There's called. like a coin. I kept in her calling pocket. it a faded coin. Yeah. Luckless coin. Luckless coin. Kinda it kind of gives like your position away or whatever. Like if I was going to give this coin to Sarah, um, I could like somehow like it's like basically like a GPS tracker. I can just kind of find her wherever she's at because she's got my coin. Coin. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um. And then Tella and Nigel have a thing. I can't remember what page. Yeah, I wrote Nigel page. being another tattooed man that is not Dante, but his tattoos, if you remember from the last one, uh, give fortunes. And so... Uh, she gets told some stuff that she does not want to hear. Yeah, wait. Um, where is that in here? I have something about Nigel. Ah! Ah! The point... We find out what Tella needs to to get 
for this mysterious benefactor. She needs to procure Legend's name. Yes. Which, I will say, brings a little bit of fey energy into this series because names oh, have yeah. power, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, knowing the na- the true name of a fey gives you some kind of power over them and vice versa and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so names are important. So Tella's little friend wants Legend's name, and she has no idea where to start to get it. So she asks Nigel, where can I get his name? He's like, I can't really tell you one because he's my boss and his magic literally restricts that. But I can tell you a clue. And she exchanges, again, something absolutely ridiculous for something that doesn't seem as good in return. Four days of sleep. Oh, yeah. So she gets the exhausted condition. But you know what? Travel time was great. She just woke up. She was in the lunch. That's true. Yeah, they, they traveled to wherever the fuck they night. were. <laughs> to, um, to Valenda. The Isla de los Sueños. That's what it was. Isla de los Sueños. Isla of Dreams. Oh. No, don't get me started on the Spy Kids 2 Emily Osment version of Isle of Dreams. Sorry, that's the Alexa Vega Isle of Dreams song. What? I, I never saw any of the Spy Kids movies. Well, you talked about a Twilight Marathon. Guess what? We're watching Spy Kids now. And Alyssa and Sarah never spoke ever again. <laughs> I will not be doing that. Maybe. maybe. Um... I do want to point out that uh, Tella finds out before they leave that remember how everybody was an actor in Caraval? Mm-hmm. So the guy that played Scarlett's fiance, oh, we thought yeah. him and the dad weren't a part of Caraval. That's a we lie. got juked. That guy was an actor. The we cat have... was. Darcy was a player. Yes, Count Darcy. That was a player. We still have not met Scarlett's true fiance. Tella finds this out. And Julian begs her not to tell Scarlet. We are so fresh off of Scarlet and Julian being like, all right, no more lies. No more, none of that shady shit. Tell me the truth from now on. Julian's like, yes, my love, absolutely. <laughs> Turns right the fuck around and says, tell I swear to God, you better not tell Scarlet <laughs> the truth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I love this so much about Julian's character because he wants to do good. He wants to mean well, but he has been lying for so long that he doesn't feel secure enough to tell the truth because he thinks that Scarlett's going to leave him when he realize when she realizes that she's never met this man she's supposed to marry and that he might be somebody who actually doesn't fucking suck. Mm-hmm. And Julian's terrified of that. He's so insecure. And so he falls back on the thing he knows best. Mm-hmm. Lying his ass off. I love it. I love Julian. <laughs> He's a bad good guy. <laughs> God, that's sweet. Oh, God, that's tough. Um, yeah. So then Tella exchanges for nights of sleep in exchange for a clue. Don't even know what the clue was. I guess that she has to play in Caraval this year in order yeah. to get Legend's name. Uh, yes, because that's what Nigel says. He said, hey, guess what? This year's Caraval Legend is the prize. Ooh. And she was like, all right, I guess I'm doing this again. Hell yeah, let's <laughs> Round go. Round two, finish him. Uh, so she passes out, wakes up, and they're in Valenda. 
and she's <laughs> around with nobody, and she's like, I guess I could get this palace with all these people, because Julie and Scarlet fucking left her, so now she's, like, with the players, and like, yeah, we're just going to the castle. I mean, to be fair, Tella did that in the first one, right? You're so. right, you're right, you're right. What if it was just Scarlet being like, this is payback, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, da, da, da. So they're staying in Valenda. There's an Empress, she's the ruler. Her name is Elantine, Elantine, something like that. How do you want to? I said Elantine or Elantine. I don't know why. It made me think of Valentine, but with an E. It's probably incorrect. I don't know. Stephanie, tell us how this name is pronounced. There's no pronunciation guide in the back. Stephanie, Stephanie, you commented on our photo. Listen to our podcast, please. Thank you. Was that desperate enough? Um, I think we could be more desperate. Okay, I'll work on it. Okay. So... So Tella's gotta get to this castle where everybody's staying. She's gotta get to the castle. So she gets in this little... Uh, what are they called? They're like... I think they call it a gondola. Yeah, but, but it's, it's a like, ski lift. Yeah. It reminds me of those things at, like, Disney World. Yes. Like, the, the sky tram thingy things. Yes. That's so exactly she, what it is. So she gets in, and somebody else gets in, too. And it's this really snobby hot guy, so... It's a man! It's a man! Eating an apple, being a complete asshole. So immediately, we're like, I love you. But he's tall and he's blonde, so... Mm. Hot. <laughs> Sarah's type. That's my type. That's my type. Mm, mm, mm. Anyways, yeah, he's a super dick, and she's like, wow, big Pride and Prejudice moment. This is the last man I could ever be prevailed upon. <laughs> I'm sure this character is not going to be important at any other point in the book. <laughs> oh, that was a fun interaction. Let's never talk to him ever again. Basically. Here's, do you want to see my note? Yeah. Uh, Tella rides a coach, in parentheses. I'm pretty sure this is a ski lift, with a beautiful boy who is most definitely not this heir apparent to Empress Elantine. <laughs> uh, so she goes to the palace to get into, like, the welcome party. She's not on the list. Dante sees that she's trying to get into the palace. He's like, ha, 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 you're not on the list, slut. <laughs> First of all, slut shaming. He doesn't say slut, but he didn't really have to. Like he you, didn't have to. like you were out there in the forest too, my guy. Um, and so Dante comes up with this fucking brilliant plan. He's like, "Oh, I know how we'll get you into the palace. Let's lie, because that's worked out well for everybody so far, yeah, and say that you're the secret fiance of the heir of Empress Alantine's heir, because yeah. nobody knows who this heir is. So how are they gonna know? How will how they, they know?" know? How would they know? They're gonna know. How would they they know? (laughs) So how are they gonna know that you're not his fiance? And so immediately she gets the five-star treatment. Yeah. The fucking Emirates Airlines treatment. I don't know. It's like a super fancy airline. I've never rode it. Whatever. Anyways, they take her to a fancy room. And then a package shows up. And it's a dress for her. Yeah. Same. And it says it's from... The heir. Whoever this heir is. He's like, wear this dress, bitch. <laughs> He's in not-so-subtle terms saying that I know that you're lying about having this affiliation with me, but this game seems fun, so let's play. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm down to play this with Wear you. this dress. Meet me in the middle of the Yeah, ball. wear this dress so I can recognize you. So she does. She wears a dress, goes to the party, right? Yeah. 
Dante. Very, very a lot like a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff. Of course. <laughs> Dante sees her in this dress, and he's like, it's not a good idea for you to be wearing the dress that he gave you. Is he jealous? At this what? point, I'm like, what the fuck? I hate Dante right now. Like, this was your plan. Mm-hmm. My guy. You can't be My like, ha, 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 it's so fun, let's pretend you're his fiancé, and then be pissed she's pretending to be his fiancé. He's gaslighting Tella so hard. So hard. Like it's his job. Again. Yeah. Hate it. feel like Hate this him. won't be the last time we see gaslighting. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if I can trust him. No, probably not. So Tella's like, oh, obviously he's just jealous. Anyway, I'm gonna go to this ball. Right, yeah, she she likes making him jealous. Cause she's kind of immature. We knew that from the first one. But this makes her immature in a likable way, in a relatable way. So uh, um we've already got two very famous tropes. We have the faked engagement trope, and now we have the ballroom scene mm. where the the guy who is the boy from the gondola yep no ski surprise lift thing from Disney World ski lift man everyone is super shocked that he turns out to be the heir mm-hmm. and he comes up to Tella and he's like let's, let's shake it baby <laughs> which I I felt like I got confused at this point because like Tella doesn't like cages and she like she makes a point to say that is there is this dance floor like a cage is over this dance floor. Yes, yes, I, I totally forgot like, about that. Oh my god, this seems very unnecessary and hampering to the dance floor. <laughs> yes, and it like stays that way for the rest of the series. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Anyways, I just I have a hard time picturing it. This might be my favorite scene from the entire series. Ooh. Is the ballroom scene? Yeah, because this. Air, whose name we still don't know. No. And Tella start dancing. She sees the look that she interprets as jealousy on Dante's face, and she loves it. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm getting a rise out of this guy, like, finally, because I like him more than I should. Mm-hmm. And everybody's staring at me, and she's, she's loving center the of attention. attention. Oh my god. The goodness. guy's not half bad looking. Oh, the guy's hot. <laughs> and they start making out in front of everybody on the dance floor and she's like this is amazing this is so cool he's a really good kisser this is a kiss worth dying for and then a red flag goes up it takes until now for a red flag to go up in her head and then he like i don't know if he bites her and draws some blood or something but he basically looks back pulls away from her and like whispers to her you should have given me legend's name what and so Tello's looking frantically around everybody's like frozen yeah he has somehow frozen time to talk to her about this (laughs) but he's looking for legend's name this cannot be legend can it could it who the fuck is legend that that still continues in this book who knows I'm legend Sarah's legend anybody's legend Will Smith yes the German Shepherd all of it exactly so when he says this you realize oh my god not only is he this princeling type dude he's 
the friend, and I'm using air quotes here, mm-hmm. that Tella made the deal with to get Scarlet into the first caravel. Coming full <gasps> circle, pieces are putting in the puzzle. And it's a double revelation. He's not human, is he, Liz? No, he is not. He is known as Jax, the Prince of Hearts. Oh my god. The Prince of Hearts is a fated character coming Tell from that tarot fuck? deck we you mentioned. Like all on, on in this tarot card deck there's a bunch of people and the Prince of Hearts is one of them. And it is rumored that the Prince of Hearts lost like his like one true love, so nobody will like his heart doesn't beat anymore unless he finds his next ultimate true love. Um, so yeah. And that it's also rumored that his kisses, like once you kiss him, you will die. So it's kind of like, you know, ironic that Tella was like, it's a kiss worth dying for. Oh, wait, now that's I've heard this true. somewhere before. <laughs> and so she realizes that she has been making out hardcore with uh, the Prince of Hearts. And now she's indebted to him. Oh, yeah. So now he somehow ups the ante. He's like, I don't just want his name. I want you to bring legend to me. Yep, yep, yep. And we're going to keep up this fake engagement thing, by the way. Yep. Because... Why the fuck not? Don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, so after that night, everything's all crazy. But basically, um, Caraval kind of starts. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, I, can I be honest? Yeah. I have no notes about the actual game. Yeah, the actual game is weird. Because it's it's so little about, I feel like, so little about the game in this book and more so about this other developing plotline yes. of the fates and mm-hmm. what do they want and what does the tarot deck have to do with this and where is Scarlet and Tella's mother. Scarlet is in this book so little, so if you're a huge fan of Scarlet in the first book, you're going to be disappointed with this one. Mm-hmm. Um there are other actors introduced. You learn their names. I really don't think they're that important no. to the overall story, to be honest. Yeah, it's kind of like the Prince of Hearts storyline is like the the main yeah, thing here. Thank Everything else, God, is. because he is amazing. He really is. He's I love this that, character so much. He's definitely that morally great character that you're like, is he the bad guy? Drink for Jax. That's all I have to say. Clink, clink for Jax. But yeah, also, uh, Jack says he'll tell he can't tell anybody else that he, who he is and what he wants. Yeah. Why would you be able to? I don't know. So he sends her on this errand. He's like, well, since you're going to go be my basic fiance, you're going to need to dress the part. So he send her, sends her to like this dressmaker. And like, so she shows up early and um, she kind of starts to get a feel. I think something like on like the wall or something. There's her mother, Paradise the Lost, aka Paloma, is. Whoa, fuck! Thing. What did I just realize? What is she named after that Ayn Rand book? Paradise Lost. That's not Ayn Rand. Paradise yep. Lost is somebody else. I am really sure that she wrote that. John Milton. Who the fuck is John Milton? Actually, I think I have it somewhere. 
Oh, fuck me, dude. I'm. Anne Rand wrote The Fountainhead, and Atlas Shrugged, and Anthem. <sighs> and something else. I forgot. I hate me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, don't worry. I'm gonna edit all this out so that I don't look like a total fucking idiot. Fair enough. Cut it right here. Yeah, so her mother, Paradise the Lost, a.k.a. Paloma, there's, like, this wanted poster of her on the wall, and so tells, like, yo, what the fuck? And, like, the shopkeeper's like, oh, no. It was well, it's Ico. It's Ico, yeah. The storykeeper story lady. lady of Caraval. She's That's like, yeah, her job. Your mom was a sneaky badass lady, rogue. Basically a rogue. She had to pay Ico something. Oh, the last memory of her mother in yes. order to get more information about her mother. Of course, Dude. the final memory of her mother is, is her mom telling her these cards are dangerous, don't fuck with them. And then she's like, wait, what did she say? I think I should go find the cards to find out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, anyway, let me go to this dress appointment first. I thought it was such a bitch. <laughs> she's like, mm. let me take this one thing that's going to be integral for you to solving the puzzle. Big surreal vibes. Her and, and Nigel. Convince me otherwise. Big surreal vibes. But yeah, Tella goes to this dress shop, and they're like, oh, yeah, the person that uh, made this appointment is already here for you. She's like, fuck, I have to see Jax again? Nope, guess what? It's Dante. It's Dante. And guess what? He knows who Jax is. Yeah. He's like, I know who he really is, she's like, what fuck. he really is. Uh, you shouldn't fuck around with this. Need I remind us? <laughs> this was Dante's plan in the first place. <laughs> He's like, yeah. That's probably not a good idea. Of course, he won't admit to it because he's a man, and I hate him, and so naturally he will not admit to his failures. Right. Because it's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. Never. It's never their fault. Men. Meanwhile, Sorry for, like, Julian's, the five of you who are listening. <laughs> Julian's doing something, probably lying to someone. With Scarlet, yes. With Scarlet. I, I have I have wrote Scarlet Showdown. I don't know what that means. I really don't. Scarlet Showdown. I don't know With what Tella? I think so. Oh, is this when she, uh, so Tella goes to a church? Is that what it is? Maybe. After that? Is th- there's a lot of points where Scarlet, Scarlet like gets mad at Tella for liking Dante. Scarlet and Tella are mad at each other because of something else. Like, they have a lot of tension in this book. But then, after the dress shop, there she gets like a clue. And so she thinks she has to go to one of these churches in Valenda. There's a church of legend. Like, there are people who literally worship legend. Oh, this is right before that. Oh. Scarlet's like, everything's just a game. And Tella's like, it's fucking not. Oh. <laughs> she's like, you don't even know. You weren't even playing. And Tella's like, That's ah, true. Scarlet fair, does look but... like, she does look like the big stupid here. Because she spent so much emotional energy in the first one being like, oh my god, worrying about everybody that fucking died. And at the end, everyone would be like, Scarlet, it was just a game. We told you the whole time. Ha, 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 ha. So now that Tella's like, it's not a fucking game. The fates are real. She sounds like a crazy person. A crazy person. She does. So Scarlet's like, chill the fuck out. It's all good. I want to talk about something before we get to that church of legend. But throughout this book, since whenever since like Jax kisses her, we get these little tiny bits of Tella's heartbeat throughout the book of like beep 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 beep. Or, oh yeah, or her beep, heartbeat is slowing down. Beep, and we see like the ellipses in there. They get sometimes farther apart. 
Um, sometimes they're close together, depending on like oh, yeah. what how Jax is controlling her. But this is That's another way for Jax to control her is through her heartbeat. He can stop it anytime he wants. Hot. <laughs> but um, boom. But yeah, you're right. We get to the the the. Temple of Legend, really. Temple we, of Legend. And we learn about the Legend of Legend. <laughs> the Legend of Legend. This is the one where it's like you go in through a bar and you yeah, pick a door. Like but it weird... didn't matter which door you pick because they all lead to the same place. Yeah, it was like this weird speakeasy thing, but like... Yeah, and there's... Fortune teller thing. Too. Actors. So they care of all actors acting as actors mm-hmm. in a play. Yeah. If that fucks your mind, then you should probably just put this book down. Because it's about to get worse. <laughs> um, all I know about this is she goes down a hallway and she like ends up overhearing a conversation between Scarlet and Julian. I don't know if she just some like weird I portal was, travel I shit. It was Dante. Oh, it's always fucking Dante. Goddamn Dante! I don't like him anymore. Yeah, I think <sighs> she hears something with Dante because then like. She learns some other shit, and then she gets fucking. She gets this gift from one of the, from one of the players, like these razor sharp, like these razor tip gloves. Oh, Dante or gives her those. Oh, Dante gives her yeah, those. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The oh, little razor tip gloves. Then they get to the fortune telling, which she needs, <laughs> pretty soon. Yeah, which is crazy. All right, they get to the fortune telling. There's so much fucking fortune telling. I'm upsetting myself with how much fortune telling there is. There's a lot of it. Caspar. I don't even know what's happening anymore. Because they ask about, like, um, again, it's referencing, like, the tarot cards. That's like, which power would you rather have? Ha, 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 ha. So we kind of get a little bit more background on, like, what, um, like, Maiden Death doesn't kill anybody. She's one of the good fates. She sees when, she senses when tragedy is about to happen. She warns people. Um... The undead queen who never ages, like Mistress Look brought people uh, fame and good These are the cards that are being drawn for her at the church. Yes, Mistress Luck, the assassin can move through space and time. Um, yeah, because we realize that there's a bunch of fates, there's places. Uh, sorry, I'll just read it back. It's the greater fates, the lesser fates, the faded objects, and the faded places. Uh, so we kind of learned that these fates kind of want to get out of the deck. The deck is trapping them. Oh, that's what comes out of it, is that we know so. that the fates are trapped in the cards. Which, remember, Tella doesn't remember her mom telling her that they're dangerous. Now Tella only knows, oh, I know what those cards are. I have one of them. I have the oracle. I have one. My mom had the rest of them. Yeah. Sick. Cool. Awesome! We should totally find them. Now we have Tella hearing, overhearing the fight between Scarlet. And yes, Julian. Scarlet and Dante get into a fight. Julian. Why? I mean, yeah, the other one, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is really hard when you have like a glass of alcohol. This is really hard because even though this book is only four hundred fifty pages long, I feel like there's so much in it. There's a lot. Like, I I would skip over a lot I'm if it were just me. I'm very not excited to talk about Finale, because that book just still blows my mind. Now I've read it, like, twice, and I'm like, what? what I mean, we don't have to talk about it. We can just leave. <laughs> we could just end it at the second one and be like, 
read finale or don't see if I give a fuck. <laughs> um, but is this fight because uh, Scarlet finds out that it's uh, the um, RC's not real or something like that? Is that what yes, that is? yes. Because the actor who was playing the Count in the first one tells Scarlet, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not your fiancé. Like, that wasn't real. That was part of the game. Scarlet blows up at Julian. Julian's like, I really am trying to be better. And Scarlet's like, do or do not, there is no try. <laughs> and he just, deny, 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 until you, deny until you die. That is Julian's name of the game. Aw, oh, dumb. Uh, all of that about Ico and Paradise is Paloma and that price thing happens now. I don't know what happened earlier. Um. I think it's just the discovery. I don't know what discovery of Paloma means, but now, after Tella hears that fight between Scarlet and Julian, uh, Scarlet gives her like the next clue and says, hey, go to the Spice Quarter. So Tella meets Aiko at, in the Spice Quarter, and then that's where they see the wanted poster and stuff. So that's when that uh, memory We get it all mixed up. Okay. Sorry, guys. Well, whatever. It's still pretty cool. I'm so... I really loved this book, so why do I feel so defeated talking about it? I feel like I feel like it's hard to take the main parts out of this book and then talk about it as a whole. I feel like we're getting so absorbed into all the different details because, like you were saying, you feel like every piece is important. Yeah. So I feel like I can't pick out the what are specifics. the main points of the story here, and it's starting to piss me off. Yeah, it was a lot. Like Caraval was okay, but like this one and the next one are just just as bad. I promise, I really liked this book. No, this book is really cool. <laughs> Because, like, later that night, Tella meets the fucking undead queen in her handmaid. She gets, gets attacked! She gets beat! <laughs> She's mugged, <laughs> man, like, for in like, alley. Thank God Dante gave her those gloves that she can stab this bitch's eyes. Like, damn. And thank God they don't have their full power. They're, like, breaking free of the cards, but because they're still attached to them, they don't have their full power, right? Mm-hmm. So, some of these fates have semi-escape the cards, but not with their full power, and so Tella's able to escape. She fights this bitch underwater. They, like, fall in a lake, or she jumps in a lake or something, fights her underwater, tries to gouge her eyes out. (laughs) Somehow Julian and Dante end up saving her, and then they leave. Um... She admits at some point that she kissed Jax to make Dante jealous. She says she I, she says she didn't mean it when she told Scarlett that Dante wasn't a good kisser. As if that's the important thing uh, right now. Tell him I'm a good kisser. <laughs> well, obviously it hurt Dante's little fucking ego, so <laughs> I guess it's important. Which then he says, I never wanted to be someone else until that moment I saw you kiss, saw him kiss you on the dance floor. <gasps> Like, fucking swoon. Like, this man is awful, but damn, he delivers the good lines. Here's the thing, though. It's a good line, but he had every fucking opportunity to be the guy that was dancing with her on the dance floor. Which her next line is, you should have asked me to dance first, bitch. (laughs) Good. bitch part, but... Serve him. She may as well have. Yeah, she might as well have. He... Because she obviously likes him and he is trying to push her away him doing all this little stuff and like you know 
meeting her at the dress shop and saying you made me jealous and this, that, and the other. He's being very not forward. What else is he not being forward about? You know what I'm saying? Bum, bum. You know what I mean? Bum, bum. It's very shady and I don't like it. Which sucks because I really liked him in the first one. Right. Because we kind of find out that this is kind of where both of those converging storylines. We know Jax wants to find out who Legend is. We know the Fates want to break free of their cards. They're sort of trying to do everything. Mm-hmm. Now we learn... Well, because they think that Legend's power will break them free because they were originally uh, put into the cards by a witch. Mm-hmm. And supposedly this witch is the same one that gave Legend his power. And the third thing we know now... Drink for witches. Drink for witches. Now we know that Legend wants the Deck of Destiny. He wants that. That's what that. Oh, deck that's is what it's called. He wants the the Fated Deck is basically this. Legend wants the cards. Destiny. The Fates want the cards so they can free all their Fate friends. They're found Fate family. <laughs> it's a new trope. <laughs> Honestly, if you're not Team Found Fate family, you're right. rooting for the wrong side. <laughs> and now Jax, who's one of the Fates, wants the name of Legend. That's, those are the big things. It's all but they both, they both want the cards. Yes. The so it's cards. all coming back to these fucking cards. Yes. So we gotta find the cards. Yes. And so I think at some, at some point during the story, Tella realizes that, like, she, yes, she has one of the cards. She has the Oracle. But now she doesn't know if what she's seen from the Oracle card, because it'll show her some things, which she doesn't know if it's now trying to trick her to get her closer to letting her, like, the Oracle yeah. out of the card. Or yeah. if what she's seen is true. And I think that's pretty brilliant. Yep. Yep. And then Tell can't fucking take it anymore. She, t- she tells Scarlet fucking everything. All the things that she knows. Hell yeah. Sisterly love. But then uh, Scarlet also doesn't trust Jax. She, yes. doesn't, she doesn't buy his whole uh, Prince heir story. Mm-hmm. So they're on the same page for literally the first time in this entire series. It's all coming back together, right? Mm-hmm. Wrong! <laughs> Scarlet is still suspicious of Tella. Everybody sus here. Um, so at this point, Scarlet might as well be Legend. Yeah, we, yeah. Still, we still don't know who Legend yeah, is, by the it way. it could be Scarlet. Or She's the... playing us all along. <laughs> is fucking Tella Legend at this point? Who the fuck knows, man? So now Jax tells Tella that... Uh, Caraval's paused for the night Mm -hmm. and we're gonna go visit the Empress for dinner how Loki to watch the fucking fireworks or whatever great or maybe the fireworks come later like it doesn't matter they go up to dinner and the Empress is like oh my god Jax can you go get me a glass of water so he leaves and immediately she's like over at Tella being like why are you really here? Like, why are you pretending to be his fiance? Like, we think this old woman doesn't know what's going on, right? Wrong. She knows exactly what's <laughs> she knows going exactly on. Exactly what's happening. Tell is like, I got no problems telling this old hag exactly what's happening. So uh, I'm here because he has information about my mother. She's like, okay, interesting. And then Jax comes back in the room and she's like, oh my god, dearie, like, thank you so much for getting me a glass of water. Like, that was so nice of you. <laughs> 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 Fucking classic. Um, they also end up watching, like, 
during this dinner, they have, like, entertainment, and it's the actors from Legends Troop. Yes. And they do, like, this, they do this, like, foreshadowing, basically telling a story of, like, how the decks came to be, and some other answers and some stuff, and you're like, I know this is important, but I don't know how yet. Yep. Like, wow, they know something I don't. I'm gonna forget about this, but I'll remember it by the end. <laughs> but yeah, then we get to night five, and it starts off with Dante and Tella fucking flirting again. Oh, that's all they do. My goodness, this is when she goes to the temple because she thinks stars. the deck is there, the temple of stars. Which reminds I do, me. Wait, I do love this part. It kind of reminds me of the fucking Gringotts Bank. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's big Gringotts energy. <laughs> BGE. <laughs> That's all I strive for, you know? Um, yeah, it's, this temple has, like, vaults underneath of it, and you could store stuff there, but everything has a price, and we finally learn the price that Paloma paid to put whatever she put in there. And guess what? It's her second born. It's fucking Tella. It's goddamn Tella. It's crazy. So Scarlet's, or Scarlet Donatella's mom is, like... Doing some shady ass shit over here. Offering up yeah. some daughter's Talk about life. morally gray. Yeah. yeah. So Tella's life has been offered as forfeit to the fates in order for the power to entrap them. And she gets it. That's how she was able to trap the fates. That's fucked up. Yeah. You know, she wants somewhere to forget about all that. And so, how does she forget? By kind of giving into all of her instincts within her heart. She wants Dante. You know what? She just wants to forget. She doesn't want to even think. She just wants to be. And they just keep. Oh, yeah. They make out hardcore. Hardcore. This is, like, very intimate. This is very sensual. She's very upset after finding out that her mother sold her, essentially, for more power. And he's, like... Where can I take you? And she's like, somewhere I won't forget. And they're wrapped in a cloak of stars, under the real stars, and they're making out at a fountain or some shit. Would you like my help? Dante dropped his hand to her hips. <gasps> Not Tell the it. hips, no. Tell his breath hitched. No. Not the hitched breath, no. I don't want your help. I want you. Oh. <laughs> And everybody's kissing, and everybody, I mean them. Yeah. All of the kisses, all of the kisses. She's like, why won't you leave me alone? Oh. He's like, I can, I just don't want to, blah, 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 blah. I would be, at this point, I'd be like, quit playing games with, with my, my heart. heart. Quit playing games with my heart. And again, I, I don't know about you, I hate this bullshit of, like, Tella being oh, like, hello, dog. maybe I like hello, you dog. even if you were the hero. And he's like, but I'm not the hero. Like this. Dork, oh, oh, step on people. Go away. Dork, go lay down. I'm hit. I'm down. Lay down. Quit stepping on my guests. <laughs> You're being rude. Oh. Sorry. Not to be like that guy, but I just did leg day and that fucking hurt. Jorg <laughs> just stepped on Sarah and... Uh, yeah, in case yeah, the context clues didn't give that up. He steps on Jorg. Oh, you're coming back for more, are you? Just sit. Lay down. I already threatened to, to, like, skin you alive in the last episode, so I don't know why you're coming to hang out with me. Go to sleep. 
You hate me. <laughs> You're so soft, though. Right. Where are we? Uh, Did we make it out? Are we past that? We're over that? Well, it's more, most of, like, the hero thing. Oh! Like, I'm not the hero. What if I'm not the hero? What if I'm the bad guy? What if I'm the bad guy? What is it from? over yourself. What if I'm not the hero? What if I'm the bad guy? What is it from? I'll take the name. I can't remember. That's the thing. That's all superhero stuff. Oh my god, Twilight! (laughs) How did I not get that? (laughs) Edible art? That's literally... What if I'm not the hero? What if I'm the bad guy? Literally, if you're not Edward Cullen, get the fuck out. <laughs> He's the only one allowed to say that. Yeah, nobody else. It's overrated. Get over yourself. Team Edward. Forever. For some of the series. Forever and ever and ever. He's a vampire and he lives forever. Um, so this episode's about Twilight now. I know we said we were talking about Legendary. We talked about it for an hour. I think that's good enough for you guys. That's enough, right? Okay, anyway, anyway. there's so much more shit that we, happens in this book. Yes. Something about... Oh, my God. So, Tella... I wrote Tella Tells, of course, because whatever. Dante, why she's playing. I don't know. Do you have anything to add to that? I no, don't, honestly. But nothing. this next one, Tella realizes Jack's heart's beating. And remember <gasps> what we said earlier? His heart of, doesn't beat! Unless he finds his true love. Oh, my God. Is Tella, she his true love? He's fucking Jax's true love. Talk about a revelation and mixed feelings, right? This Damn. is what this is what Tella believes. Yeah, this is what Tella believes. I mean, high opinion of yourself, but go off, sis. Go off, sis. Yes, queen. Sure. Uh, and then on Ellentine's Eve, Tella meets with Ellentine again for something, and I think she gives her another clue or whatever and then Tella gets the box from the Temple of Stars yes. and she fucking wins Caraval. Yes. Yes. And this is where it all fucking goes down. The first person she's supposed to meet after she gets the like gets the cards is supposed to be Legend. Yes. But <gasps> guess who shows up? Yeah, it's like something like the first person's voice you hear is legend. Like, when you leave this place, you're gonna know who legend is. Uh-huh. And Tella's like, well, this is a bunch of bullshit. I really hope it's not Dante. <laughs> so, who's the first person she sees? Three guesses who? Three, two, one. Dante! <laughs> okay, why is it, let's talk about it. Why is this revelation so amazing? Dante is legend. Legend is Dante. First of all, drink. We know who Legend is. Drink. Clink for Legend. Why was this revelation so well written, despite how much I'm shit-talking this book? (laughs) Tell us why. The author made it so freaking obvious in the first one that Dante was Legend. Oh, yeah. It was so glaringly obvious that you think, I have a brain. There's absolutely no way... Mm-hmm. That the first person who I suspect to be legend is gonna be him, mm-hmm. and so then we just continue to weave in all these other possibilities, even though you knew in your heart he was the first person you thought was legend. 
he was. Email me and tell me that that's not true. Tell me that you thought someone else was legend first. Everybody else. Literally. I thought I was legend for a hot second. Well, no, I'm saying that when you really thought somebody was legend in the first one, Mm -hmm. it was Dante. Yeah. Like, it had to have been. I always thought it could have been Julian. I thought it could be Julian and then Dante. Immediately as I met Dante, I thought it was him. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. So it was just, he was right there. But you think he's a red herring. But he's not a red herring. He's legend. He really fucking is. And tell us, like, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Oh, no. First of all, he's legend. Second of all, she's in love with him. Yes. She comes to that realization. Yes. Yes, she does. He likes her, I guess. What did you promise them? It doesn't matter. I did it for you, and I'd do it again. <gasps> Bitch. Why are you lying so good? Bitch. <laughs> oh, God. still hate him. And now, and now I realize why I disliked him so much. Because his life is always going to be secrets. He can never be honest with anybody. Secret, secret. I got a secret. Is that a song, or did you just make that up? No, that's a song. That's Mr. Roboto Sticks. Oh. Secret, secret. I got a secret. All right, dog. I'll pet you, but... Quit telling it. Quit stepping on him. Uh, oh. So, okay. tell her... Yeah. So, Jack shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're both like, ugh. Anyway, now I have to talk about the rest right, of the Right, I know who Legend is the fuck I need to read the rest of the book All for. Right. We have, like, 30-some more pages. What else could happen? Guess what? A fucking lot. So literally so much. So Jack shows up because Tell's got the luckless coin. She's like, Dante, you have to peace out now because Jax knows it's gonna be you. You need to leave. Jack shows up and Tell's like, Oh my god, what do I have to do? I need to do something. It's either I have to give it all up for love or I gotta save the world or whatever. So Tell sacrifices herself and puts herself in the deck to like save her mom, right? And also save the world and trap the fates? Something like that. Yeah. And so all of a sudden she's gone. And then all of a sudden Dante brings her back. With that's what that's what that's when she asks, What did you like what did you give up to save me? And he's like, It doesn't matter, I'd do it again. So he pulls he pulls a Star Wars the Last Jedi here, right? <laughs> Where Finn Slash Tella could have had a super heroic moment to save everybody, and Dante's like, fuck that, no. Just like Rose Tico said, fuck that, no. (laughs) Shout out all my sequel fans for Star Wars. Um, But yeah, in in the end, Dante ends up walking away, and Jax takes Tella to Scarlet. Yeah. And it was weird. It was like a weird cutoff, and like Dante just gives up and walks away. Yeah, because all we know is that one of the other actors whose name don't care tell us, like, what did he promise? Like, what did he wish? Like, what did he do for me to be free? And someone just says he made a promise that he can't break or else he dies. He literally gave his life to do whatever the fates ask him to save Tella. He's come a pretty long way from just a couple of days ago being mm-hmm. like, I don't give a fuck about you. Or to anything like, that you do. I would literally give my life for you. 
And only you? Um, what? Yeah. It, it happened Feelings, a little quick for me. Emotions. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they go back to the castle. There's Paloma. She's on a bed. She's sleeping beauty. And, yep. And Scarlet tells Tella it was Nicholas she was searching for because at some point Tella, Scarlet runs off tells, like, yo, quit running away. And she's like, you don't know what I'm doing? Turns out Scarlet's been trying to find her count man and stuff. True. Scarlet's like, wait a second. So did this guy wasn't the guy from the first one maybe he is a nice guy and i really will have a happy ending with the with the rich nice count man she's like julian who's julian scarlet honestly go off girl (laughs) you dangle all these men you get yours i don't care roster full you got this girl keep the roster full (laughs) yes (laughs) yo i'll drink to scarlet keep it a roster yeah Yeah, so we get to the end of the book. Last things we read is that legend is named Elentine's heir. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? 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 Go on. All right, continue. Whatever. Don't ask questions. It's happening. And then the last, last thing we read is a letter from Legend to Scarlet that says this. Donatella, I believe it's your birthday. I also believe we have unfinished business. I still owe you a prize for winning care of all. Find me whenever you wish to collect. I'll be waiting. Legend. And the book fucking ends. That is hot, though. Yeah. I'll be waiting. Kind of reminds me of Varric. (laughs) What? Girl. You're tripping. (laughs) You're you're out of control. He said what he said. You're out of control. He said what he said. Stop yelling. (laughs) You quit yelling. Damn. No, you go back to the bar. You know, you hang up. You hang up first. <laughs> you guys. So tell me your thoughts. Away. Holy shit. About um, this book. Okay. I know I've said a lot of really negative things in the past <laughs> uh, hour and 20 minutes. Woo, let's go. Overall, when you break it down to what has happened character-wise... I think a lot of it makes sense, mm-hmm. and I like that. Yes. I love, I already went into dead, I went into dead horse, so I won't go into it. <laughs> I, I went into it, so I won't beat a dead horse about how brilliant I think Garber's writing is with making Dante legend. Yes. Best reveal. Because mm-hmm. I just, I don't think you saw it coming. Because no. it was too obvious. It's too obvious. You weren't going to, you said... I'm smarter than that. No, we were not smarter than that. Oh, I certainly am not. We need to ask our manager if she knew because she senses these things. So she probably did know. We're gonna text you. You know who you are. Um. What else? So Stephanie Garber writes with a lot of metaphors, and she uses a lot of very striking visuals in her writing. I think that's why people like her writing so much. She she uses a lot of words to describe scents and looks and colors. It's very artistically written. Like, lots of candy and cocoa and 
peaches and pears and this smells like this and her hair is the color of this and and I think it's good. I don't think it makes it very poetic, but it's good. I don't think it has to be poetic to be YA fantasy. This book took us from Caraval, which was the boundaries for Caraval were set very clearly. It had, they're written into the rules that you're told pretty soon in the beginning. This book broke literally all of those rules that were written in the first one. So I think this sequel stands out from other trilogy sequels to where it adds something to the world instead of just feeling like it's there. Right. It's definitely not just a continuation of the first one. They don't just do Caraval again. Caraval seems so insignificant to what's happening now. Right. When it was such a big deal in the first one. Right. Like the first one, you're just dipping your toes in. And now we're going neck deep. You're in the deep end, man. Try treading. What what do you know about rolling down in the deep end? Honestly, this book made me feel like an astronaut in the ocean. Yeah. (laughs) I get this. Because it's so true. I'm still a little lost with everything that happened. Yeah. And it makes sense when you read it. Going back, you're like, holy shit, did all this stuff really happen? You're like, yeah. Yeah, it did. a lot of shit. Um, What'd you dislike? Oh, Dante. I knew you were going to say that. I just... And I still call him Dante even after we know he's legend, so Dante is an alias. It's not his real name. Mm-hmm. His name is Legend? Like, first of all, dumb name. <laughs> For, him. Okay, he's I not. said the same thing first ten pages of From Blood and Ash. Literally first ten pages. I said Hawk Flynn... Not real name. Dumbass name. Hate this character. Because <laughs> his name is fucking stupid. Don't talk about my boy Hawk like that. You can oh, write me fuck off. <laughs> my god. It literally took, what, like 2,500 pages of the book before I gave a fuck about that character. <laughs> That's way too long. Anyways, we're not talking about that now, but don't worry, we'll get to it. Soon, soon, my friend. So, I just, I thought it was kind of silly that he got so jealous only after he literally pushed Tella into Jax's arm. Yeah. Like, you're telling me you had no idea who Jax was, and then all of a sudden you saw him kiss Tella, and not only were you jealous, you were like, oh wait, shit, he's definitely a fate. Oh fuck, what have I done now? Yeah, and because he's legend, he thinks that, oh, I can't love people because I just bring them in to, to my super tragic life with all my magical power. Like, oh, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over your story. The story I'm not over is Jax. <laughs> he's so evil for the right reasons. It's like he's the antagonist only because you're rooting for... Legend and Tella and Scarlet and Julian. I say fuck that team. <laughs> I think... Team Jax. Team I think Jax. Jax is on the right path here. So he, if you think of him as a fate, and the fates are his people, like he is trying to do whatever he can to free his people. Mm-hmm. I think that's Let my noble. He's the Moses of the fates. <laughs> and Legend is Ramses II. If you look at it from that perspective. As long as they have a really cool duet, I'm fine with it. Oh, man. 
I was listening to that soundtrack yesterday. It's so good. Sing it with me. There can be miracles <laughs> when you believe. So You're not good. singing. I can't remember the words. It's been a long time since I've actually heard the soundtrack. We should watch that movie. We have so many movies to watch. We have like a list. I mean, we watched Legally Blonde today, so. You know what's next? Twilight? Yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> what if I'm not the good guy? What if I'm the good guy? <laughs> Damn it, I'm so mad at us! We knew better! I have never drawn that parallel before. And now it seems so obvious. Because he mentions multiple times in this book, I'm not the hero of your story. I'm like, I'm over that part of it. Like, quit saying that shit. God, this wine sucks. It does. <laughs> Cheers. Clink. I thought it was really cool how... Two things. Yes, what'd you like? The deck of cards concept. Yeah. I still don't know how to like actually read tarot, but I'm obsessed with the cards. These bitches love some tarot cards. And I love everything that the cards are. They have cool-ass names. I just bought this deck. Like, we should make our own deck. Wait! How does the Deck of Destiny... How does the Bookish or whatever, or Lumicrate or Owlcrate or Fairy Loot not have a Deck of Destiny? Probably, like, like the story right arts or something like that. I don't know. Publishing rights? I, just I feel like that would have been such a great promotional thing. I mean, I think story. Stephanie Garber has... Like, two decks of Destiny, but she... They're, like, not mass-produced. I don't know why. Oh, uh, maybe they were just, like, a small thing. Yeah. I see. I see, I see. I mean, you're right. We should make um, our own and then try to sell it. So, Stephanie. <laughs> Great idea for you. When you send me the physical arc of Once Upon a Broken Heart, which we won't talk about what it's about. No. Here. No. no um, yeah. Maybe it's Because it will be a spinoff one. of this series. Uh, da, 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 comes out September of this year. I pre-ordered the pink copy from Barnes and Noble because I'm a piece of shit and ordered from a big box bookstore. No, books are books. Because I wanted Fight the exclusive me. edition. Books are books. Leave us alone. Um, but I also really liked that I didn't know who to vote for. I said, do I vote for Jax or do I vote for Dante? Yes. Because I like both of their relationships in a weird little way. And like... Like, obviously, the tension between Dante and, and Tella is, like, chef's kiss because it's, like, do I love you? It's, like, yes, you do. Just fucking kiss. And they kiss, and you're, like, ah. And they say nice things to each other all the time. But also, Jax is there. Jax's heart's beating. He saves Tella on some occasions, and, like, he also starts to, like, like Tella. And you're, like, ah. Who do I want her to end up with? This is really fucking difficult. This is I don't one of like my this choice. favorite love triangles between these three characters oh, because it's so not bad. like a good choice and a bad choice. There's not like a good boy and a bad boy. No. They're both bad boys. <laughs> Nobody wins. Uh, Tella wins either way. I mean, very Let true. me say that. I will say I feel like she doesn't, but that's neither here nor there. Ooh. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I think the only thing I didn't like was like the not communicating with each other. Like you said, oh, like, so fucking like annoying. there's another trope. Miscommunication is like the worst trope. <sighs> fucking quit it. I will say that I feel like this one isn't so much mis it's miscommunication, it's intentional non communication. Okay, okay. Fair Does enough. that sound weird? No, it doesn't sound weird. It it's not correct. like they're not talking to each other. It's Dante basically saying 
no, I won't tell you these things, which you find out is because he's legend. Yeah. He has much bigger secrets to protect. But now that he actually likes Tella, now we got a problem, now he right? Now fucked up. Yeah. Now you have fucked up. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. You fucked up. What'd you rate this book? Ooh, I rated this book a four. Me too. Stop it. <laughs> I rated it a four. Uh, yes. Yeah. For all the reasons I said before, it, uh, I definitely rolled into finale immediately. I was like, there's no fucking way I don't start reading the third one. I can't remember what I did. I probably did something like that. Because at this point, I know I took a break from between Caraval and Legendary, but I think when I got Legendary, I immediately went to Finale. I think. I think you're right. Which we'll talk about in our next episode. Yes! Next episode, we'll do the third and final installment of Stephanie Garber's Caraval Trilogy. Buckle up, bitches. It's a lot. You thought today was a lot. Next time, it's worse. I thought today was a lot. Next time, it's going to be worse. (laughs) There's so much shit that happens... Normally, like, my non-spoiler summaries are about, like, half, like, a little bit less than, like, the, like, half of the first page. This one is, like, four, like, five lines long. The rest is story, and it takes up a lot of pages. It's ridiculous. Hmm. But, well, yeah. Guess I'll have to drink for that one, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just spill it all no, it's, it didn't like it. And it's not like good wine, so it's not like it was like exciting. Oh my god, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know how people do this, now I feel like I'm sloppy. Like there's a small part of me that's upset you got it on your shirt, but the <laughs> most of me is like, that was awesome. Well, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and of course our website. Oh, yeah, we also have Twitter. Um, don't forget about that. It's true. I haven't tweeted in a long time. Tweet. You ho. Wow. <laughs> Once you put it like that, Obviously. I think I ought to. I think I ought to. Uh, yeah, come visit us on our socials. Tell us if you like this book. Tell us if you agree that Dante was a little bitch throughout this book. Do you think Tella is an death. interesting main character? And yeah. why not? Maybe we'll put it on our stories. Respond to our stories. And actually, you know what? If you feel so inclined, it would be great if you guys reached out to us. We want to know who our listeners are and where you're coming from, what you like, what you want us to read next, because we're always up for any of the recommendations. Facts. Because we're both monsters and we'll probably buy it or find it on Kindle. I mean, Alyssa will buy it and I'll borrow it. (laughs) She's usually not very wrong. Unless the cover art's really good, in which case I'll buy it. Yeah, so only recommend pretty books. Thank you. Pretty books only. We do judge books by their covers. Oh, yeah. that's going to be our next podcast. Pretty books only. <laughs> All right, but yeah, thanks for listening to us in this uh, this very bad Moscato-fueled podcast yeah. episode. If you made it this far, I'll, I will personally make you and send you a fucking medal. So. Yeah, or, or a friendship bracelet. <gasps> I do make that. Yeah. Alright, anyways, everything but the put pod every, EB <laughs> <laughs> This has been Alyssa and Sarah. <laughs> That's not my name. <laughs> I still went with it. It's good. Hee hee. Okay, bye.